Hi, I'm Helen Joy Butler, and this is Musings on Sanctuary and Spirituality, a weekly podcast series where we talk about sanctuary, spirituality, and everything in between. As a sanctuary creator and elemental space clearer, I help people create sanctuary in their homes and lives in practical, emotional, and spiritual ways. In this podcast, we will be talking about sanctuary, spirituality, alignment, intention, and much more, all in the hope of supporting you on your own sanctuary and spiritual journey. I invite you to take time to pause, to settle in with today's episode, and if it feels right, to spend time journaling your thoughts and learnings afterwards. Because it's when you embody these learnings that you will achieve greater alignment in all aspects of your life. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello and thank you for joining me again for this episode. I'm really excited to be moving forward with this knowledge and information for you because today we're going to start to really break down this concept of sanctuary so that it starts to make sense for you from a truly practical perspective. So in previous episodes, we've talked about the infinity symbol and this concept of external versus internal sanctuary. And in the last episode, I shared with you how I actually went about discovering what sanctuary meant to me from an external perspective. And the reality is that that is actually a really good place to start By shifting the external spaces we spend time in, we then automatically start to make a shift internally. And as I've worked through this concept of sanctuary more and more, I've broken this down into what I call the sanctuary matrix. So I'd like to share that with you today. And then we will move on to one aspect of that matrix. So by the end of this episode, you will hopefully have a bit of a plan of attack to move forward when it comes to creating sanctuary, specifically in your home. So if we look at this sanctuary matrix concept, there are three areas where we're really trying to create sanctuary. Sanctuary in our home, sanctuary in our body, and sanctuary in our life. And within those three areas are three sections. So we're trying to create sanctuary in each of those areas from a practical, emotional, and spiritual level. Now, I know I shared that really briefly with you in the last episode, but I'd really like to dive more deeply with that today. And specifically, we're going to focus on the home. How do we start to create sanctuary 
in our home from a practical, emotional and spiritual level. Now, as I shared in the last episode with you, the very first step before you even dive into this is to have an understanding of what sanctuary looks like for you externally. And that's where I was suggesting in the last episode to look at those places that you spend time in and really get a feel for what is it in this space that brings me sanctuary. What is it I love energetically that I can then perhaps replicate or try and create in my home so that I start to create more sanctuary for myself and the people I live with. But if we look at this concept within the matrix, so we've got sanctuary in our home from a practical level. Now, the professional organizer in me used to do this all the time because this is where most people start on their journey because they've got frustrated about their external space. They really wanted to have some systems or some flow or make some sense of it. And so they start to get in and organize and declutter the space. The thing about that is, where do you start? Because often it's taken you a long time to get to the point where you feel your home needs some organizing or decluttering help. So it might have taken you a few years and now all of a sudden that cupboard or that garage or that office or somewhere else is starting to drive you nuts. And you think, right, it's time for me to make a shift and change here. But there are many blocks to that. Energy being one of them, busyness being one of them, you know, lack of focus or interest being one of them. And that's okay. It's just a matter of saying, what is it that's stopping me from getting in and creating a space that I really love? Once you've decided to get in, though, then you know you're starting to really shift energy in your home in the space and in the people that live in the place with you or spend time in the place with you. So my question to you today is, where do you know you need to get into in your home to create sanctuary on a practical level? Do you need to declutter or organize or both the pantry, the linen press, the wardrobe, Maybe it's your kitchen cupboards or the lounge room or the under the sink or maybe it's the deck, the outside areas or the bathroom or the paperwork or somewhere entirely. If you feel like your whole home needs support, that can be very overwhelming. So I invite you to start in a couple of different places. Well, actually, there's really five different places you can start. The first is at your front door. Now, this is where we welcome people into our home. So if you've got lots of clutter behind the front door, lots of bags there, jumpers, shoes, um, maybe a table with stuff thrown on it, that is a great place to start because if it fully opens, then you will start to welcome in new opportunities. Another place you can start is actually in the center of your home. Now, the center of our home is actually underneath the stairs that obviously go from the ground level up to the first level. 
that is a traditional place which can get super cluttered super disorganized maybe there's vacuum cleaners and shoes and clothes that you were going to take to charity but haven't yet and maybe there's all sorts of things hiding in under there so that is a really great place to start as well the next place you could start is the place that's causing you the most grief i would not start here if you don't feel emotionally ready to start here I've often worked with people who ask me to come in and work in the place that's giving them the most grief and there's too much emotion attached to it and it becomes much too difficult to do. So if you know you're already firing on all cylinders and you can get in and go for it, then that is a great place to start. The next place you could start is somewhere small. Now, the great example here is your junk drawer. That is a perfect spot to start if you feel you can't do much. It might even be simply cleaning off the kitchen bench top or your bedside table or the, um, you know, the bench in the bathroom. Like one small space or place, just start there. And then, of course, the last place you can start actually isn't really a place. It's just get started. Sometimes we think things are going to take a lot longer to do than they actually do. Yes, some organizing jobs I've done have been massive and have taken days, but often we think the job's going to be bigger than it actually is. So sometimes it's just a matter of getting started. So if we look at the sanctuary matrix, that's getting organized or starting to create sanctuary in your home on a really practical level. You know, there's other things you could do as well. Simply things like making your bed every day or picking your things up off the floor or hiring a cleaner um, or maybe getting some professional help to just to come in to kickstart the process for you. So that's sanctuary at home on a practical level. Let's move to the next part of the matrix in relation to the home which is sanctuary in your home on an emotional level this is starting to get harder because this is where you might need to look at things in and around your home both physical items that you have or people that you live with and realize that you want to shift the emotional attachment you have to those under the roof of your home. So this might mean that you have to declutter items that bring you heavy, sad, negative, dense energies. So an example of that might be a wedding dress if you were divorced a long time ago. It might be a gift someone gave you when you had a really bad falling out with that person and you still haven't moved it out of your home. There's a thousand things we could put into that specific category. We could probably talk about that all day. But if there is something in your home that brings you these negative, sad, heavy, dense energies, I would like to invite you to explore that and whether it's worth keeping that or having that in your home because of its impact on you from an emotional level. I'd like to invite you to then bring in items into your home 
that you love. So this could be photos or flowers, artwork, books, people, all sorts of things you could bring into your home or perhaps pull out of the cupboard that you know is there and you haven't used for quite some time or seen for quite some time. Because by bringing things into your home that you love, that you can connect with emotionally, that bring you joy, you will over time want to remove those things that are heavy and dense and that you don't want in your home anyway. You might want to treat yourself to something new or that you love when you can afford it, when, you know, finances allow. So, for example, there's a really gorgeous little florist down the road from me. And on a Saturday morning, I can go there and buy one bunch of flowers for $15 or two bunches of flowers for $20. So if you're ever looking for me on a Saturday morning, I'm often at the florist as are a lot of other people, because that in itself is a beautiful gift to me on an emotional level. I love having fresh flowers in my home and I love having plants in my home. Nearly every room of our house has a plant because it lifts me up. Perhaps you need some new bed linen and you can perhaps put that on your wish list if that's not you know, viable right at the moment, but new bed linen, new cushions, like a new throw rug, whether it's for your bed or your sofa, these things help nurture and cocoon you in your home on an emotional level. You may also have to have some of those conversations that you've been putting off just to help you move forward on your sanctuary journey. And this beautiful listener is often where people throw in the towel. Because on an emotional level, we may not want to face those conversations. We may not want to face the shifts and changes that come about because of them. We may not want to face the fear on the other side that we have created in our mind. Yes, sometimes those conversations can be difficult, but also some of those conversations can be liberating and freeing. And often, if we have them more regularly, you will find that firstly, they become easier. But secondly, you step closer to your version of sanctuary and you actually learn a way to be respectful to the other person who you're having that conversation with from a totally different level. I know that's certainly been my experience and that I've faced fear in bringing up some of those hidden depths that I didn't really want to share. But once they were out, we were able to talk through them and things shifted and changed in a much better way than I could ever possibly have anticipated. So that's creating sanctuary in your home from an emotional level. What do we now need to do to create sanctuary in our home on a spiritual level? So this for me is where an energy space clearing comes in. So as an elemental space clearer, part of the work that I do is energetically clearing people's homes, businesses, offices, workspaces. And many people know about using sage and sound to clear their space. So if you know how to do that, I give you that invitation to do that. But I also will be talking a lot more about 
energy clearing and intentional work because it's really important that when you're clearing your space, you're coming from a certain energetic vibration because if you're not, it's not going to do any difference whatsoever to the space. But an energy clearing can definitely help. From a spiritual perspective, you might like to light a candle. As I sit here recording every single episode of the podcast, I light a candle. You might want to do that during dinner. You could do that anytime during the day if that calls to you. I invite you also, you know, from that spiritual perspective to create routines around tasks that you love doing tasks that lift up your heart your soul your vibration so if you love reading or meditating or dancing or gardening or singing or watching you know movies on a sunday afternoon make it happen it might seem really practical to schedule that in your diary but from an emotional and spiritual perspective it's going to lift you up so much you might want to create a reading nook or a space for your yoga mat or you know some other form of exercise that you can do in your home and start a practice you might want to simply just pause you might just want to take a deep breath let's do that now because by doing that you're connecting with your home which is your body You might want to wake up 15 minutes earlier and make a cup of tea and just sit quietly on your own before anybody else rises in your house. There's so many things that you can do from a spiritual perspective. I'm just giving you these examples because firstly, these are things that have worked for me, but also it's a way to get your juices flowing and hopefully allowing you to come up with your own ideas around what you need to do both from a practical emotional and spiritual level in your home the oracle card that i picked today could not be any better for this episode it's called harmony and underneath that it says power self-confidence and productivity It's got a picture of a woman with one arm up to the sky and one arm straight out. And she nearly looks like she's got tree branches coming off her. It's like she's grounding and rooting down into the ground with those tree branches and roots to create harmony, to use the energy of the earth to help her on her journey. And when I look at what I've shared with you today around home from a practical, emotional and spiritual level, this card is telling us we need to get in. We need to create roots. We need to connect in with what's important to us. This lady also has, it's not quite a star, but it's like a star on her chest where her heart would be and then a star on her third eye. So connecting, what is your vision with your heart? What can you see happening in your home, in your heart from a practical, emotional and spiritual level to really ground down, to really get productive and create a space that will bring you power, that will help bring that self-confidence into your life 
so that you have sanctuary infused in every element of your home. My hope is that today's conversation has helped you see your home from a sanctuary perspective in a new light and that these three areas, practical, emotional and spiritual, will really guide you to start to create sanctuary in whatever way that looks like for you. In our next episode, we're going to be diving into the next aspect of this sanctuary matrix. So I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for being here with me today, talking about sanctuary and spirituality. I hope that the learnings you received in this episode are helpful for you on your own journey. But as always, I'm here to support you. So if you would like, please do reach out and share your thoughts with me. And also please feel free to like, share, comment or review this episode. If you'd like to connect with me more, please go to my website, helenjoybutler.com. And I invite you also to join the Sanctuary Inner Circle. That's our beautiful group who talk about sanctuary spirituality and everything in between. But until next time, take care and much love.